0: Well, hey, good morning. It's Tuesday, Tuesday, August 10th, 2021, already starting. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with my voice here. Let me drink a little bit of this nice warm coffee, see if I can clear it up. So PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast, that's what you Google to find me, and tell your friends to Google me. Political Views TV Podcast, I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you coming every day. I I know I say it every day, but I I, I really want you to know that. Uh, And if you can, bring someone with you tomorrow and tweet to me questions or insights or fights at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or you might want to tweet me and explain something to me, at least your view. I'm happy to listen. So the debt ceiling fight is heating up. Senate Minority Leader Mitch the Bitch McConnell spoke in the Senate chamber yesterday. Uh, The GOP will either refuse to fund the next massive Democratic Democratic expenditure or be complicit in burdening future generations by voting to raise the debt ceiling. He doesn't want to burden future generations, which is funny because... He raised it seven times in the last 10 years, including in 2017 when he raised the debt ceiling to fund the Trump-McConnell tax cuts for the rich. So why is he bitching now? Is it because he, want, he doesn't want regular, everyday people to be helped? He only wants his rich buddies to be helped? McConnell! Maybe you should think before you speak, I mean, we write down history. We have history books. We know what you did just four years ago. (laughs) McConnell accused the Democrats in Congress of trying to tax and spend our country into oblivion by handing the keys to progressive Senator Bernie Sanders and socialist members of the squad, the socialist dig, BS. We're just trying to get back to normal. <clears throat> and and oh man, I could I could I I could scream about McConnell forever. So uh, don't get me started. Uh, mentioning the compounded infl- inflationary uh, effects of, of all the bills passed in the past year, McConnell cited. The expert estimate that Democrats' $3.5 trillion prescription will cost Americans $5.5 trillion. And exactly how much is it co- costing us in the, that, uh, uh, what was it, an extra 15% tax break to trillionaires, billionaires, corp- trillionaire corporation and billionaire uh, earners? Really? 15% of a billion dollars, how much is that? Mitch, and when it's someone who has $120 billion a year, exactly how much is that? And let's not forget the trillionaire companies. He makes no mention of damage Democrats have to—also makes no mention of Democrats having to fix, uh, after decades of Republican leadership, all the stuff that we have to fix— As we talked about yesterday, we are in deep crap on the environment, and the Reaper is at our door demanding payment to stave it off. Doing nothing now is short-sighted and will cost us trillions of dollars in the future. McConnell, think before you speak, will you? McConnell confirmed that the GOP will not participate in a vote to raise the debt limit, clarifying that the Democrats can advance the radical measure through the reconciliation uh, avenue without Republican support anyway. He said Democrats have all the existing tools they need to raise the debt limit on a partisan basis. If they want uh, 50 lockstep uh, Democrats' votes to spend trillions and trillions more, they can find 50 Democratic votes to finance it. If they don't want Republicans' input, they don't need our help. So shouldn't Democrats be proud to own all the debt it requires? I I don't know, Mitch. Are you proud you raised the debt ceiling to pay for tax cuts to the rich? Are you proud of that? Now that I have your attention, let's try and fix the world. (laughs) Uh, You know, it's never good when I start off with a rant, right? Uh, during a plea hearing yesterday, Chief Judge in D.C.'s federal court questions the uh, Justice Department's approach to having U.S. Capitol rioters pay the government small portions uh, of the $1.5 million in damage done to the Capitol building by the mob, while the total cost of the riot to American taxpayers amounts to 300 times that amount, uh, which would make it uh, $450 million, I guess. Uh, almost a half billion. Chief Judge Barry, uh, Barry Howell said, where we have Congress appro- uh, uh, appropriating all this money due uh, directly to the events of January 6th, I have found the damage amount of less than $1.5 million when all of us American taxpayers are about to foot the bill to close to a half billion dollars a little bit surprising. I'm seeking restitution, Howell added, I'm accustomed to the government being fairly aggressive. So apparently these people that are being charged aren't being aren't being billed enough for the damage that they've caused. Uh, the defendant who pleaded guilty during yesterday's hearing, uh, Glenn Croy, Glenn Wesley Croy, he has four names, that's really annoying, uh, he agreed to pay $500 in restitution, which has uh, become typical for defendants pleading to misdemeanors. The few rioters who have pleaded guilty to felony charges have uh, each agreed to pay about $2,000 in restitution. I I don't understand that. Um, Restitution happens all the time, and it's much larger than that. Um, Dallas schools announced they would institute a mandate for masks in the district, despite... Governor Abbott's mask mandate ban he signed earlier this year. Uh, This is bucking uh, against power is also happening in Florida against Republican Governor DeSantis, Arizona against Republican Governor Ducey and Arkansas, where the court blocked a mask mandate ban. Uh, These mask mandate bans are being called dangerous by local authorities. Masks are crucial tools to protect kids uh, especially primary school students, as vaccines have not yet been, you know, authorized for those under 12. Uh, they can't. Re- they can't. They can't even get the doses if they paid for them. Uh, vaccination rates for those older than 12 remains low, with the Centers of Disease Control (CDC) um, uh, data as of August 2nd showing that ages 12 to 15 with 39.5 percent. Uh, But that rate uh, climbs to about 50% for 16- and 17-year-olds, which is uh, much lower than the uh, national average of adults. And it may be because uh, they aren't as concerned with children. Even though this past week, 94,000 children have been hospitalized. Is that right? Is that true? That can't be true. Ninety-four thousand children have been getting cases. You know what? I'll I'll have to. uh, It it has to be ninety-four thousand getting cases, Um, because I think in Florida uh, it was only one hundred and seventy that that were hospitalized. But that's horrible. Um, Much lower in Republican-led states is is the vaccination rate. Now, Governor DeSantis threatens to withhold paychecks of school board members who decide to put in mask mandates to protect students and teachers which I'm pretty sure DeSantis can't do legally, but we'll see. Uh, In Florida, over 170 students have been hospitalized, exactly 172, and the state has requested 300 ventilators from the federal government. They apparently are running low. In Arkansas, there are only eight ICU beds left in the entire state. There are some Sane Republicans, a GOP senator from Louisiana, said Sunday he disagrees with DeSantis' ban on local school officials imposing mask mandates. Um, Senator Bill Cassidy, who's also a physician, by the way, um, told CNN's Dana Bash, the local officials should have control here. I don't want top-down from Washington, D.C. I don't want top-down from the governor's office. When... It comes to local conditions. If my hospital is full and my vaccination rate is low and infection rate is going crazy, we should allow local officials to make those decisions best for their community. Wow. Haven't we been saying that? That Republican values would state that control should be from the bottom up, not the top down. That's how Republicans are supposed to act. That is supposed to be a Republican value. Here I am ranting again. In recent days, <clears throat> those Republican governors have tried to place the blame on Biden for the COVID surge by saying, it's immigrants, it's immigrants, it's immigrants. You know what? That's, that's the first thing fascists do in their country when they're about to uh, take it over. They, they blame it on immigrants, just like Hitler did. You notice I did not compare, compare Republicans to Hitler. I just happened to use Hitler as an example for what Republicans are doing. Uh, Aubrey Gordon Associate Professor of uh, Epidemiology at the University of Michigan told CNN, To my knowledge, there is no evidence that migrants are to blame for the spike in Florida or other southern states. We're having significant increases in transmission across many states, likely due to the Delta variant. And of course, you know, low vaccination rates. Uh, that's That wasn't according to her. That's according to me. There are growing infections in immigra- uh, immigration facilities, but they are being held pending their case review. So the immigration uh, immigrants aren't getting out. Uh, public health experts dispute the notion that migrants entering the southern border are largely responsible for exploding COVID cases across uh, you know swaths of the country. Instead, experts point to the more transmissible Delta variant and relatively low vaccination rates as primary causes of the latest wave. It's also worth noting that some of the Republicans blaming the surge on migrants have banned mask uh, uh, mask mandates and pushed back against policies requiring vaccines. Now, if if you just look at the map of infection rates with border states, you'll see that California and New Mexico are not doing bad. Compared to uh, um, uh, uh, those states on the border that are Republican-led. So you can't blame it on immigration. We get immigration in, in California, too. And, and, but we have a ha- higher vaccination rate. Uh, <clears throat> so this next story. Get ready for the confusing double negatives. Uh this story is even confusing to me, but w- we'll try it. <clears throat> in the new infrastructure bill was an amendment to limit a proposal to increase federal regulation, limit to in, uh, 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 an amendment to limit a proposal to increase federal regulation of cryptocurrencies. Senator Pat Toomey uh, uh, of uh, Pennsylvania, Republican brought the amendment up for unanimous consent. Senator Bernie Sanders then blocked GOP Senator Richard Shelby's attempt to add defense funding to it. The defeat of the crypto amendment came hours after the Treasury Department said it would not oppose a bipartisan agreement that limits a proposal in the infrastructure bill to increase federal regulations on cryptocurrencies. So, if you can figure out what I just said Please let me know. Tweet to me, because I can't figure it out. To make it more confusing, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, in a statement uh, yesterday, said, I am grateful to Senators Warner Portman, Sinema, Toomey, and Loomis for working together on this amendment to provide clarity on important provisions in the bipartisan infrastructure deal that will make meaningful progress on tax evasion in the cryptocurrency market. Make meaningful progress on tax evasion? Okay. I I don't mean, speaking of Nazis, I don't mean to be a grammar Nazi, but I'm having uh, trouble understanding everything that's going on here. I guess maybe somebody will let me know. Um, Kim Yo-jong, uh, if you recognize that voice, that's uh, Kim Jong-il's uh, sister, um, uh, she's uh, 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 today called South Korea's joint military exercises with the US uh, calling the, uh, the, the, the drills an act of betrayal and vowed to strengthen her country's preemptive strike capabilities she said in a statement through this, uh state Korean central news agency the combined exercises are the most inventive expression of the US host- hostile policy toward North Korea, adding that the exercises were rehearsals for a possible invasion in the North, threatening all North Koreans. Uh, Kim said, in order to cope with the ever-growing U.S. military threats, we will further strengthen absolute deterrence, name, uh, namely national defense power aimed at responding quickly to any military act against us, as well as preemptive strike capabilities. Preemptive strike capabilities. Uh, She called for the U.S. to pull back its armed forces deployed in South Korea. About 28,000 U.S. troops are in the country uh, to keep the peace between the uh, nations. But Kim said uh, peace on the Korean peninsula will never take root if the U.S. remains in uh, the South, South Korea. Um, And by the way, that... It was what caused so much trouble in the Middle East that takes a page from the Taliban who said the same thing that there cannot be peace unless the U.S. is out of all Muslim countries um, you know what I say? I say North Korea should stay out of South Korea's internal affairs anyway China, Russia, China, Russia Uh, Beijing has recalled its ambassador from Lithuania and asked the capital of uh, Vilnius to do the same over plans by the European country and Taiwan to establish reciprocal diplomatic offices. In a statement today, the Chinese Ministry of Foreign Affairs accused Lithuania of disregarding China's repeated representations and articulation of potential consequences in agreeing to such a move with Taiwan. Remember... China claims Taiwan as its own territory. Uh, The uh, People's Republic of China Ministry said the decision brazenly violates the spirit of the communique on the establishment of diplomatic relations between China and Lithuania and severely undermines China's sovereignty and territorial integrity. Uh, Only 15 countries recognize Taiwan as a sovereign nation. Lithuania does not yet have formal diplomatic ties with Taiwan, but it maintains increasingly friendly relations with Taipei. And I'm sure Lithuania also wants uh, to be friends with the U.S., and that's probably why they're doing it, as as well as the EU. Uh, Lithuania has been an an increasingly vocal critic of China's actions towards Taiwan, as well as Xinjiang and Hong Kong and has withdrawn from China-led multilateral groups and has announced vaccine donations to Taiwan. On uh, the uh, 20th of July, the Taiwanese foreign minister, Joseph Wu, announced Taiwan and Lithuania would establish respective representative offices to enhance economic and trade exchanges, cooperation in various fields, as well as the friendship between people. It was expected the offices would be open by the end of the year. Uh, the announcement drew a warning from China, uh, China's Taiwan Affairs Office that Lithuania not send the wrong signals to forces behind Taiwan independence. In other words, stop interfering with China's internal affairs. Uh, he, they didn't say that. I, I said that they were thinking that. Anyway. Uh, Chinese and Russian military forces are engaged in joint exercises in northwestern China amid uncertainty over instability in Afghanistan. And we talked about this briefly. Um, the exercises involving ground troops and air forces are due to continue through Friday in the Ning- Ningxiahua Autonomous Region. Uh, the region bor- uh, borders on Xinjiang, uh, where China has detained more than a million Uyghurs. And members of other Muslim minorities in what it calls a campaign against terrorism and extremism. Uh, Xinjiang shares a—it's a narrow frontier with Afghanistan, and uh, uh, Beijing is concerned about violence spilling over its borders if the Taliban take control uh, in the country following the pullout of uh, you know U.S. troops. And by the way, the Taliban has been has been going gangbusters. They've taken uh, six main city, major cities. Uh, and if you remember, Russia was almost bankrupted with its years long uh, war in Afghanistan before the u s went in, so we 're just passing it on to uh, Russia and china I said hey if you 're going to complain about us, you deal with it <laughs> that 's basically what 's going on uh, the u s and China yesterday uh, clashed during a high level meeting on maritime security chaired by Prime minister N- uh, narendra uh, Modi, Prime Minister Modi. Uh, with Washington asserting it has uh, seen provocative actions to advance unlawful maritime claims in the South China Sea by Beijing, which retorted that America is not qualified to make irresponsible remarks on the issue. Uh, Prime Minister Modi uh, chaired the virtual high-level debate on maritime security Uh, which is one of the uh, three signature events of India's uh, current uh, current presidency of the powerful 15-nation UN body. Uh, The meeting was later chaired by External Affairs Minister uh, S. Jashankar as foreign ministers of the UN envoys made their national statements. Uh, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken spoke on some of the critical areas where we see maritime rules and principles under threat. In the South China Sea, we have seen dangerous encounters between vessels at sea and provocative actions to advance unlawful maritime claims. Speaking about China, of course. Uh, Blinken said in a thinly veiled attack on China, which claims almost uh, 1.3 million square miles of the South China Sea as its sovereign territory, uh, China has been building military bases on artificial islands in the region, also claimed by Brunei, Malaysia, the Philippines, Taiwan, and Vietnam. Uh, Blinken said the United States has made clear its concerns regarding actions that intimidate and bully other states from lawfully accessing their maritime resources, and we in other countries, including South China Sea claimants, have protested such behavior and unlawful maritime claims in the South China Sea. Conflict in the South China Sea or in any ocean would have serious global consequences for security and for commerce. What's more, when a state faces no consequences for ignoring these rules, it fuels greater impunity and instability anywhere. Everywhere, rather. And and what he's basically saying is he's saying, you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. That's basically what what they're saying. You let them go in there for, you know, a couple of days, then they're just going to claim it. So, the international community has to uh, 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 show its authority to travel there anytime they wish, even if China complains about it. But Chinese Deputy uh, Permanent Representative Dai Bing, speaking last in the meeting, said that he wishes to point out that the Security Council is not the right place to discuss the issue of the South China Sea. The U.S. just mentioned the South China Sea issue, and China firmly opposes this act. And so they oppose the act of the U.S. mentioning it. Uh, he said that, that at present, with the joint efforts of uh, China and ASEAN, not Asian, ASEAN, which is the Association of South, Southeast Asian Nations, uh, countries, uh, the situation in the South China Sea remains uh, generally stable. All countries enjoy freedom of navigation and overflight in accordance with international law. Uh, The Chinese diplomat said that Beijing is determined and able to maintain peace and stability in the South China Sea. Uh, Hitting out at Washington, he said the U.S. itself is not qualified to make irresponsible remarks on the issue of the South China Sea. The U.S. has been stirring up trouble out of nothing. Arbitrarily sending advanced military vessels and aircraft into the South China Sea as provocations and publicly trying to drive a wedge into regional countries, especially countries concerned. He said nothing about uh, how China is putting bases on islands all over the place in violation of uh, international law. He said nothing about that. Uh, This country itself has become the biggest threat to... uh, Speaking of the U.S., Uh, uh, speaking about the U.S. He says, This country itself has become the biggest threat to peace and stability in the South China Sea. The U.S. itself does not join the uh, UNCLOS, which is the United Nations Convention on uh, the Law of the Sea, but considers itself a judge of the convention, pointing fingers at other countries. He added that Washington has no credibility on maritime issues. The United States' hype in the Security Council is entirely politically motivated, The South China Sea arbitration tribunal violated the principles of state consent. The Chinese diplomat said also that there were obvious errors in the determination of facts and application of the law, and its award was invalid and without any binding force. He said China and the ACN uh, countries uh, are committed to fully and effectively implementing the Declaration under the Conduct of Parties in the South China Sea and strive to reach the Code of Conduct in the South China Sea at any early date. Uh, Blinken referred to the unanimous and legally binding decision five years ago by the uh, arbitral tribunal constituted under the 1982 Law of the SEA Convention, Firmly rejecting, un, rejecting unlawful, expansive South China Sea maritime claims As being inconsistent with international law That's about, you know, China uh, uh, taking land on, the, on these small atolls and islands He stressed that Washington has consistently called for all countries To conform their maritime claims to the international law of the sea As reflected in the 1982 convention Oh boy, was that a difficult story so I, I'm going to end on a light note. This is kind of cool. In 2000, uh, Alison Felix, you know, Alison Felix, she was the uh, one, uh, runner of the 400 meters kicked butt. I mean, she got, she got 11 gold medals, right? Uh, not 11 gold. She got 11 medals, which is, which is a record for, for, uh, um, uh, for running. I think, uh, uh, was it was Carl Lewis that got 10. Was he, was that it? Uh, in 2018, Alison Felix had a baby and was training in secret before her baby was born, uh, uh, avoiding uh, initially uh, revealing her pregnancy to Nike because she knew that Nike had had a habit of of dropping people and cutting off their uh, uh, cutting their pay just because they decided to have a child. She was also in negotiations at the time for a new contract. She didn't believe it to be right for Nike to have the power to significantly reduce how much she would be paid in the future based off her performance while pregnant and during her postpartum period. So sponsor Nike learned about it and said she should take a 70% pay cut. She got angry and violated the terms of her non-disclosure agreement with the company. It would mean the end of her endorsement deal with Nike. So when uh, um, Allison Felix crossed the finish line on Friday with a world record, and when she stepped to the podium to receive her gold on Saturday, she did so wearing her own new shoe, the Saysh One, S A Y S H One. It was designed by her own company. By a team of women who created the product, she won 11 medals in the Olympics. Now, I'm wondering, who was that executive at Nike who let her go? <laughs> Nike, man, you really you really screwed up on this one. So anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, you know what? I think it was a little bit longer than yesterday. Yeah, nearly 30 minutes. Sorry about that. I, I, I try and keep it under 20 minutes if I can. Some of you guys like it longer, I think. So, that's it. Thanks for listening. Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. I truly appreciate you coming. I really do. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. And you can tweet to me your questions or insights or fights or uh, discussions. Have a discussion with me. I Please explain to me what I said you can tweet to me this. Explain to me, what, I, what the heck did I say in that one story uh, about about cryptocurrencies? Because I'm still confused about it. Um, so yeah, you can tweet to me. And uh, remember, oh, it's at CyberClops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from... Los Angeles.